Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This week, I am inside a train depot in Webster Groves. It is the Big Bend Railroad Club, and it has been around for 85 years. This is model railroads, and I'm with Kenneth Rimmel, a longtime member. Kenneth, thanks so much for inviting me to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'd love to have you here. Well, let's go back in time. You said it's 85 years old. What's the history? The history begins in Webster Groves High School when there was an after-school activity called railroading. Or in fact, I think it might be model railroading. You can look up some of the yearbooks in Webster Groves High School and see some of the students' names. And when they talk about the different clubs or groups they're in, 10 of them said model railroading. It was just a, a standard after-school activity in the high school. But it was in March 1938, uh, the club's first president, Donald Miller, organized the group and said, let's have a vote. Since we're going to be graduating pretty soon from, from the school, they wanted to have an actual railroad club, which they can take with them. Well, can I say that I wish I had model railroading as an option when I was in high school for a class? <laughs> Me too. This might be a silly question, but what does a model railroading club do on a regular basis? Uh, some, they'll have them lay out themselves at one specific location, usually at a member's house, or it could be uh, at, at a different organization, a church sometimes will give uh, a basement room to a group. Uh, there's, in fact, there's one club around here called the Friday Boomers, and they don't have any one layout. Each member has, or most of them have a layout, and they rotate to a different member's house each week or every few weeks, either to run the trains or add more scenery or even change the scenery. Because, in fact, when you have a model railroad, you're the designer, you're the electrician, you're the carpenter, you're the painter, you're, you're whatever, you're the dreamer. You uh, come up with what you want and you have a chance to work on it. And when you have enough friends too, you can get it done pretty quick. I'm looking at the layout here in the other room and it's, it's incredibly beautiful. And you have so many tracks and scenery and little buildings and all that stuff. It's got to be expensive. Isn't it expensive? Uh, afraid so. <laughs> of course, back in, uh, like when I really got serious in uh, model railroading, it was in the early 1960s. And my father helped me build uh, my first uh, train layout, which is just a four by eight board. And it was HO scale. To me, yeah, when, when you got $5 a week allowance, <laughs> and uh, it wouldn't go far. But then you could buy a, a freight car for just under $2. Uh, today, that same freight car goes for $50 mm. in HO scale. Now, in O scale, which is what the club is, it's always been 
old scale uh, two reel, not not the traditional three reel that you see on Lionel. So we can't run the same equipment. We we can buy a, a, a engine. Let's say it was a diesel engine. Uh, they're going for anywhere from uh, three hundred to eight hundred dollars on, on average. Now a you steam gotta, engine, oh, oh over a thousand dollars. Thousand bucks. Now you have to educate me on the difference between HO and O. HO it basically where an eighth of an inch equals one foot in in real size. O scale it's it's a quarter inch to the foot. So one inch in O scale would be four feet, but it's eight feet in HO. And how many members do you have, and how often do you meet and get together and run the trains? We we meet here every Tuesday evening, but we only operate for the public on the first Tuesday of the month, with exceptions of special things going on. And even especially like December coming up, we're going to be operating every Saturday evening and most Tuesday evenings. Uh, we have about uh, 28 members. Uh, not all of them are active. It's, uh, we have approximately uh, 10 of the members are active, which actually help run the layout, uh, kind of uh, be, uh, help out with the public when they come in, guide them around, answer questions. Uh, you can't fit that many people in here, to be honest, in this train depot to see the layout. So how does that work? People will have to buy tickets or? It, it, it's, it's free to come in. It's no problem. Uh, several years, more, more than several years ago, over a dozen years ago when we started operating on Saturdays in December, there was uh, one time where we had people lined up outside to get in. Uh, we, we can't actually fit uh, fairly comfortably about 20, 24 people in, in here. And a lot of times, too, you'll see parents with the little ones on their shoulders, too. So, so you can squeeze more in that way. Well, there's something about trains, model trains, and Christmas. I guess it's because usually kids get, get their gift of a you know, model railroad at Christmas. But, and then people maybe run them around the, the Christmas tree. But it seems there's some connection during the holidays that people want to see model railroads. Why do you think that is? Well, it's a carryover from uh, before I was born that uh, stores would uh, put up uh, train displays on the windows like our famous bar used to do. And the National Museum of Transport has all that equipment and even one of the plaques from famous bar. And they, they set that up uh, from uh, Thanksgiving on through December. Uh, catalogs like uh, Penny, Spiggles, Warridge, Sears. Uh, I'm, of course, mentioning names of some companies that are not around anymore. Uh, they used to come up with the Christmas catalogs, and of course, one of the biggest sections in there was not a bicycle or toy guns, but trains. What is it about model railroads and trains that is your passion? Why are you so passionate about it? Uh, be- before I can uh, even old enough to go to school, I had a little toy train to play with, and I had some coloring books, and I guess I started with that, and uh, then. I started hearing about uh, other trains, trains layout, stuff like that, and, and visiting whenever I can. And on television, used to periodically in some of the uh, TV shows, when they had their holiday shows, they'd show trains too. And uh, what really fascinated me was steam locomotives because there you see things moving. You see the wheels. You see the drive rods that make the wheels move. Uh, diesels, it took me a while to uh, get used to them because they just move like a car. <laughs> right. Um, tell me about this building, this train depot that we're in. Do you know the history of this place? Yeah, this building was uh, constructed uh, in, well, actually, yes, yeah, they started working on it in 1909, 
and opened for service in June of 1910. Uh, it was originally planned, it was going to have a small rail yard associated with it. Uh, they did have two waiting rooms in here. One is called a smoking room, and the other is a general waiting room. They're two different sizes. And some people used to think, okay, with well, the smoking room, you didn't, the women don't go there. So they used the other uh, waiting room. Okay. When I look at the layout, it takes me to the southwest. Is that right? Of this state, yes. Uh, in fact, uh, the, the Springfield Nozark is the name of our railroad, uh, which means Springfield, Missouri, and Ozark, Missouri, which uh, when the club was formed in 1938, there was a branch line that ran between those two cities. And today, they share the same uh, border, so you can't really tell one city from the other now. And some of the names in our layout even represents different uh, communities within those two cities. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like rock formations that that look southwest. Well, it could be southwest Missouri or yeah. southwest United States, but uh, I thought that was neat. That it, it definitely gives you a, a feeling of where you are. Um, and how many trains do you have, and how many trains can run at the same time? <laughs> Uh, the layout and the controls are designed. We're going to have four mainline tra- trains running at the same time. And if need be, our two main yards, we have two separate panels there too. So uh, our yard operators could be shuttling cars in that area too, making up a train or, or taking it apart. And we have a single dispatcher's panel, which controls the routing of our tracks. They'll throw the switches where you could be sent to this track or some other track. And... Uh, so when people come to visit, do you have the whole thing running all at once, all the trains running, going full we'll steam? Ha- <laughs> yeah, we'll have at least two trains, uh, perhaps sometimes three trains running so the public can come in and, and they watch. And the, the way, way the layout is set up, it's some may think it's uh, pretty much like loop-type track in there because it folds over itself so many times. But actually, if you want to talk about design, it's what's called a point-to-point, but we have a reversing loop at each end. So the train can run continuous without having to stop, back up, or shift so it can come back in the other direction. Um, How popular is model railroading today, do you think, among young people? Uh, From what I've been reading and experienced myself, it uh, seemed to have died out a little bit just prior to COVID. And... uh, but it's, it's still pretty steady. In, in the area here alone, they, uh, there's been estimated where it's anywhere from 800 to close to 1,000 layouts in people's houses. But you're talking about St. Charles County, St. Louis County, all the way into a couple counties uh, in Illinois. And some of the other major uh, railroad groups here, uh, they may have only about two to 300 members. But uh, you got to figure there's hundreds more people out there that uh, enjoy their trains and they'd just rather go and work on theirs or, or go on tours and, and look at somebody else's. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to evaluate or count people's homes. You don't know what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the idea that you know at least a round number for the number of homes that might have railroad setups in them. you got a good basement. That's a place to put one. Yeah. Um, you need a little bit of room, as as you can testify here, because this is an old train depot. There couldn't be a better place to put a model railroad club than a train depot. How did you guys get that worked out? Well, luckily, uh, when we were first, first uh, started the club, our club's president, his father, 
uh, near the colonel in the St. Louis Army Corps of Engineers, who in turn did work for the Frisco Railroad. And they set up uh, a meeting with our club president, who was only 17 at the time, to meet with the chief operating officer with the Frisco Railroad uh, in the, the headquarters in downtown St. Louis. And after a brief meeting, a handshake deal was all it took. Nothing, unfortunately, was on paper because that kind of came back and bit us a little bit later on, but not that bad. But uh, within a couple months, uh, we were able to move into uh, the, this uh, depot and get the keys from uh, the station agent. And we were uh, allowed to use the larger of the two uh, meeting rooms while the regular passengers still got to use the other meeting room. Uh, luckily, with the two rooms, it made it possible for us to be mm-hmm. here. If it was one of these other smaller stations that only had one waiting room, we wouldn't be here. So you had the Model Railroad Club in here while it was still being used as a train station? <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. We, we have our, our, the oldest photograph we have was taken in early 1939, and it shows part of the layout on the construction. And the, this building uh, had passengers stopping using the building until the early 1960s when uh, the station agent was pulled out. And because uh, passenger use was so little, they had an open shelter built across the tracks, which was used until all passenger service stopped in 1967. That's really cool. Um, I believe you mentioned that this month is uh, Railroad... National Model Railroad Month. Okay, the National Model Railroad Association used to have what was called uh, National Model Railroad Week, and that kind of floated around quite a bit. So in a meeting in 1970, they decided, let's put it in one specific date, time, or, so- or something. And they picked a month. And what better would be the, the month before Christmas? November. Mm-hmm. So that uh, in 1970, they, they finished off with the National Model Railroad Week, which was unusual. And then they had November National Model Railroad Month. And it's been that way ever since. So since Christmas is coming up and you guys are going to be running the trains more often, tell me again when and how people can get here to, to see all this. Uh, we're located in the Webster Grove's Frisco Depot at 8833 Big Bend Boulevard at the corner of Gray Avenue. And we have public operations on the first Tuesday evening of the month from 7 to 8.30 p.m. In December, especially like this year, we will be operating all Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. And the Tuesday afternoons, I mean the Tuesday evenings, from 7 to 8.30 with the exception of the Tuesday after Christmas, we will not be open then. Uh, so we figure that uh, too many people are going to be playing with their toys. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, railroad toys, uh, some kids. All right, Kenneth, uh, did I miss anything? Is there something else you wanted to add? Uh, we have uh, an Internet page at www.bigbenrrclub.org. Uh, you can see a schedule there and some information about our building and our club. And we also have a Facebook page. Uh, just look up Big Ben Railroad Club, and and you could like it. Uh, we post a lot of information there, not only about us, but we also post information about other train groups in the area. Kenneth Rimmel from the Big Bend Model Railroad Club in Webster Groves. Come check it out this holiday season. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for being here. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.